Welcome to a relatively pointless review, part two of the Last of Us series episode with special guest Caitlin. Caitlin, how are you? I'm 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 doing well. How are you? I am just dandy. Um, it's been what when did we finished the second game like a month ago. Yeah, about. Okay, it feels like a year ago. It I won't lie. feels like ten years ago. It feels so long ago, but um. Yes, we had done a part one. If you haven't listened, listen to it now. What are you doing? Don't watch this without watching part one. Exactly. What are you like? Going to start watching Star Wars, the last episode first? Psychopath. That's probably a bad example because, in fairness, the like last one. They were forced to watch four, four, five, six before one, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine. It doesn't work for this. This is not Star Wars. This is not Star Wars. Just watch part one, for God's (laughs) sakes. I beg you. We need it as well. Um,. But uh, part one went very well. I, I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was very off-brand for us because we did not get off-topic in any way, shape, or form. Which was impressive. Which is very impressive. Have a lot of feelings about this game series. Apparently, we, we were pretty big in Ireland, according to your statistics. According to my statistics, half our listeners are in Ireland. And I'm like, hold up. I don't know anyone who currently lives in Ireland that I'm aware of. So we appreciate you. So, oh, what's up, Irish people? Listening to us humble potatoes. Big Last of Us fans in Ireland. <laughs> um, all right, well, just before we get started here, uh, just to make sure everybody knows, this is a very spoilery episode, mm-hmm. as are all of our review episodes. And by all of them, I mean the one we've recorded and this one now. Because, um, you know, we were set, we're. We're, we're there. We got so we're pumping out episodes left and right. Oh yeah, all the time, every yeah, day. We're like Joe Rogan, watch out. <laughs> um, but yes, we will be spoiling a lot. We're going to be talking very specifically about aspects of this game. Um, so if you haven't played Last of Us Part One or Part Two, like I said in the last episode, go play them. If you don't, you will, everything will be ruined. And also, this will make no sense to you. It won't. And if you've honest. only played part one and haven't played part two, this will literally ruin your life. Yes. And if you have played part two, um, come on this journey with us where you probably, uh, I want to say like at least 75% of people uh, feel the same way about this game. I'd say so. In terms the- of, in ter- just in terms of what you have to go through. Yes. During it, the emotional toll it yes. takes on you. The out, the I guess the overlying outcome or the um, like the overall feeling people have after they finish the game are there are differences, but um, yeah, this is a journey to go on, and we are going to start this one. We're going to try and do this in order because last time we were all over the place a little bit. We were bit. like, when was Bill in the game? He was in Oh, he was in oh, before after test died. Uh we I still didn't miss know what Bill. happened. I do miss Bill. Um first spoiler, Bill is not in the second game, but he also didn't die in the first game. It's not explicit what happens to Bill, so I'm holding out hope for my guy. Exactly. So I think um I'm just saying if they ever make a part 3, Bill making a comeback. Or if not, Please just do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get started. Uh, I guess what well, I have this long list of topics, and they're not in order. So we're gonna have to just like. I was about to. I guess let's start with this. What is your before we get into the um, super specific parts? 
tell me how you felt about the game when you started it. How, how first of all, you love we love the first game. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? You know, uh, the second game finally came out. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, the second game came out, and then your PlayStation decided to not download it overnight. Yes. So I pre-ordered it. And then I was like, all right, cool. It'll download because it's a huge game. I think it's like, what, 100 gigs, maybe more. Maybe. Um, and I was like, all right, I'll let it download, you know, have my PlayStation be on sleep mode where it can download. And I wake up the next day. I'm really excited to play. And it says 13 hours left of download. Mm. So I probably stayed up. I started playing the game at 2 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh, my God. So I was not with it at all. That was... That was rough. Um, but I was super excited for this game. Um, I mean, as you probably remember, it got delayed because of Miss Rona. Um, yeah. And so that was... But really... Night Dog games always get delayed. They do, yeah. You know I mean? it, it was It was definitely... I think it was worth the wait. Oh, for sure. Um, but I was extremely excited to play it. Um, I was super pumped at the idea of playing as Ellie, because in the trailers you know you're going to yes. play as Ellie. Um, and I just... I didn't know what to expect i didn't know where it was gonna go um and in my opinion it blew all of my expectations out of the water i mean going into the game i was excited i was like cool we've got tommy we've got joel we've got these new cast of characters um so many new characters dina and jesse and uh, and jackson the entire city of jackson um and then god what is it half an hour an hour into the game maybe a little more I was say, are you talking about the moment? The moment, The yeah. moment. It's like, it's like, actually, I think it's like two and a half, three hours. In. It felt like an hour. I was I like blazing through it, but I was so excited. And then everything just turned on its head. Like yep. I all of a sudden was just like, oh my God, like I've never been so upset playing a video game in my entire life. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. So at first I was worried. I was like, this just happened. Am I going to hate this game? Yeah loved the game here's my thing though so uh, what she is talking about is um a very specific moment in the game happens here's my thing it happened we hate that it happened mm-hmm. we knew it was gonna happen we did i knew it was going we to didn't happen know it was gonna happen so soon yeah my guess was the... at the end but so I, I i guess in comparison if you've played the first game um it's kind of like the first 15 minutes of the first game where Sarah gets off and you're already suffering an emotional breakdown and you barely know these characters uh, except they let you play a little longer and um, so like Caitlin said the game is you primarily play as Ellie when you start the game um, it, the, the roles have kind of reversed we got a taste of playing as Ellie in the first game mm-hmm. during the winter-ish season. And the DLC. And the DLC. Yeah. Um, where suddenly Joel becomes the NPC and Ellie becomes the player character. So, And we knew going in because we were told by Mr. Druckmann himself, mm-hmm. creator of the game, or creative director of the game, um, that we were going to play as Ellie, and, which was exciting because Ellie was badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're like, okay, so Joel's, they're going to switch it up. Joel's going to be there. Um, as the side character, 
But what happens to Joel three hours in? Madness. I just, it was like they killed my dad. It, it kind of was. It? <laughs> like, it's actually kind of like they killed your dad. Yeah, for everyone who's played, we're, we're just going <laughs> to, <yeah. laughs> we're just going to come out right and say it. Joel gets murdered. Straight up. But not like shot or bit like brutally, brutally yeah. murdered. It's the worst. It like, was genuinely hard to watch. There's a, so uh, part, uh, part way through, the, you start the game off, there's a whole section in Jackson, which is uh, somewhere you are briefly at in the first game, but it's heavily expanded over the uh, four years after the first game, which is, uh, that's essentially where the new game starts. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's things that happen in those four years that you don't know about. Uh, so, but the first thing you see is um, you go out on patrol with Dina and Jesse. Jesse is Jesse is a new character. Dina's a new character. Um, Dina is a girl who Ellie has a crush on. Mm-hmm. Um. It's reciprocated, but it's kind of complicated at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And all they, and and you don't see anything at the beginning, but you know there was a kiss involved. But everybody knew what it was going to look like because I think there was a trailer where they revealed yes. that. And so, like, I was expecting that to be the beginning of the game, but chronology is not this game's friend. It's you really have to pay attention yeah. where you're at this game, yeah. or you will get a little lost. Yeah. So, um, but basically, this, the first couple hours, uh, you deal with the Jackson chapter, the pre-Joel death chapter, um, and uh, so you're going out on patrol, you're killing, um, I was going to say walkers, like walking dead, <laughs> you're killing infected, uh, and which is, and it's, you've seen how Jackson has turned into like a routine thing, very like uh, civilized, they've very much become civilized in this horrible world. Um, they find out that, um, Jesse never met up with Joel and Tommy Mm -hmm. because Jesse was supposed to switch, um, with them up at some lodge. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so hard to, to say the, the order of events in this because you see, uh, one thing we should say about the game is that Ellie is not the only character you play. Ellie is... It's hard to even say that Ellie is the main character of the game. It is a very, again, dual protagonist game, mm-hmm. but in a different way than the first game. You spend your, you spend a huge portion of the game playing as Ellie, but then you play a huge portion of the game playing as a new character named Abby. Um, Ellie, still played by the lovely Ashley Johnson. Love her. And Ellie, no, Abby. Here we go. Abby, played by the lovely Laura Bailey. Love her as well. Um, So we... um, You you keep, like, switching throughout a little bit. Like, in the beginning, you see Abby... uh, It's wintertime. So Ellie and Dina are on patrol. It switches to Abby, who is at some lodge. Yeah. And some guy, who turns out to be Owen pretty important role in, in Abby's life um, is like, I have to show you something. Then you follow him. And then he, sh- he, they go up onto this like cliff side and you can see all of Jackson. So clearly they're trying to find Jackson, but you don't know who these people are. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, I did get the impression, like, you can tell that they're not going to be friends, but you don't yes. know, like, exactly what their end goal is yet. My first, my first impression was, okay, they're looking for Jackson because maybe they're like, okay, we want to survive. We want to live in the city because uh, they got it. They, like, it works for them there. Like, the, it's civilized. It's safe. We don't have to constantly look over our shoulders. You know, all we have to do is, you know, pay our dues and, and you can live there. So I thought maybe that's the case. However, then she drops a line like, uh, he's down there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Which now I'm like, oh shit, she's after Joel or Tommy or someone in the... You, you hope it's not Joel, but obviously it's Joel. Because it's a video game meant to break all your hearts. Yes. Um, so... Going back to uh, Joel's death, um, eventually, as you keep switching in, in this winter Jackson segment between Ellie and Abby, you uh, dis- Abby decides to go on without her group and just go try and find Joel. Which I don't. You, again, you don't really know that you're they're looking for Joel. Yeah, because I you honestly, just kind of assume. My so my initial guess was I actually thought what was going to happen. Um, based on the trailers, which I know some of the trailer footage was modified and we can discuss that oh, later. Yeah. Um, I thought Abby was going to kill Tommy and Joel and Ellie were going to go after her. That was my initial hypothesis. Uh-huh. Um, but like you said, she goes off alone, um, gets completely overrun. Yep. It's um, actually really terrifying. Yeah, I hated the it. scariest it chase scene anxiety, I think I've ever played in my entire life. anxiety levels were through the roof. Um... But yeah, Joel and Tommy end up saving her from that from a horde mm-hmm. of zombies. That I don't know if you did this as well, but like, so you're playing as Abby, and she's you're kind of traversing through like a little segment. Uh, occasionally, a, a an infected will show up, and then you're like, okay, deal with it. I have a gun, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then you get to one part that you see like, okay, there's like five infected here. But I have a few bullets. I can maybe take some of them out and I'll punch my way through the other ones. Yeah. But then the moment you fire your gun, a million zombies come after you. It's so And you're scary. like, oh, this is a moment where you're not supposed to fight. This is a moment where you have to run for your life. It's like, and then the entire chasing, because I, I couldn't even tell you how long the chasing lasted. It felt like 20 minutes to me. Oh, for sure. Um, But the entire time, like, Every time I jump over something or go around a corner, I was like, this is it. I just fucked up. They're about to get me. Yeah. Like, I had a genuine adrenaline rush playing through that part of the game. Um, and it gets, it that pace keeps up even when you meet Tommy and Joel because then you have to help them fend off the ones that, like, oh, yeah. are getting into the, 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 the horde doesn't stop when you yeah. meet Joel and Tommy. They have to now help you. Um, and it's weird because you're playing as Abby and Joel, the character you played throughout the whole first game is not playable in that moment. He's there, Tommy's there, but you're used to Tommy being a, 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 an, a, an NPC there to help Joel. But now you're like, you're looking at Joel and it's like, it's like almost like a weird out of body experience yeah. because you, you've you been controlling Joel for 90% of the first game and then suddenly uh, you're, you never, 
I'm trying to think. I don't know if you ever in the second game, if you ever have a moment where you control Joel. There is. Remember at the beginning when him and Tommy are on the horses coming back from patrol? Oh, that's right. the that very first thing you moment. see. Yeah. The ver- okay. Uh, that's okay. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, so, I, uh, back to the horde. As they fend off the horde uh, uh, as best they can, they try to escape where they were trying to hide. Abby decides to let them know, um, hey, I, we have a group of people there at this, what I would call a mansion mm-hmm. of a ski lodge. <laughs> um, uh, they have it like gated and they have it um, secured uh, with people uh, with guns. So they go uh, on their horses and they run straight there. Abby's people make sure the horde gets burned alive, whatever remains of them. They run inside, and uh, and everybody's fine. Everybody's safe. And then um, Tommy, good old friendly Tommy, mm-hmm. and friendly Joel. Joel has, at this moment, because we talked about this in the last episode, in the first game, Joel is not trusting of any in any way. Um, but for having been in a civilized city... Mm-hmm. For four years has obviously changed him because he's way more friendlier to strangers he's than he's ever been. Softened up, yeah, he softens up big time. Because in the first game, like the original OG Joel would never have given Abby his name as right. easily as he did. Right. But in this one, they he just instantly assumed they'd be friends, mm-hmm. which the player kind of gets an indication they might not be. Because I don't know if you noticed, but when Abby first runs into Joel, she kind of does a double take. I, I didn't. There's a brief moment when Abby first goes to Joel and Tommy. She does a double take, and I wow. saw it, and I was like, "That was weird." I don't think she likes Joel. Yeah. I don't know the situation, which you learn very, very quickly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she does. You, there's little subtle indications that you can tell something is about. Like that was the moment where I got a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach because I was oh, like, no. "I don't know if this chick I'm playing is like good." Right. Which, that's another... For me, it was... Uh, it was in the mo- in the moment where Tommy, friendly Tommy, the, uh, says, I'm Tommy, this is my brother Joel. Um, uh, where do you guys like? Just trying to introduce themselves, trying to be nice. And I, and I think about to say, or he might have already said it, I'm not sure. Like, we're from this town, Jackson. You're welcome to come with us. You know live there if you want to um but once they hear that and confirm that that is joel and tommy abby the person you played as just survived a horde attack with tommy and joel you takes a shotgun to joel's leg and it was to the point where i'm like first of all it was here's if it was a, a a a handgun to the leg, I would have been like, okay, Joel could pull through. Mm-hmm. But a shotgun point blank in Joel's leg. It obliterated his leg it, immediately. And like the moment he hits the ground, you can see bone. Like I'm like, there is no recovering. Mm-hmm. Like they're either going to put him in a wheelchair for the rest of the game or he's dead. Um, so your boy gets shot and... Uh, and I've seen re- I've seen the moment where he gets shot in the leg on YouTube by other like let's players and stuff, and some of them are so good like, uh, and it just shows how much these games mean to people. 
like literally uh, he gets shot in the leg and people are screaming out I... loud in in like sadness and anger. I had to pause the game. I was like, I had to get up for a moment and be like, am I like in a good enough emotional spot to see where this is going to lead? Oh, yeah. And you might as well not have because Joel gets shot in the leg. You find out Abby's been looking for Joel specifically as you kind of finally figured out through what was going on uh, prior to it. And then it cuts to black and you're back to playing as Ellie, who still has no idea that Joel uh, never switched shifts with uh tommy or with uh, jesse yeah they're just chilling her and dina and suddenly it's like yo we didn't he they never showed up and ellie's like okay well they're in trouble so then that's when you now play as ellie you go to try and find joel you discover where they ended up at that ski lodge mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's important to mention too at this point in the game you know there's something off between joel and ellie yes you know they've had a falling out yes. you don't know what happened quite yet you get bits and pieces like oh like joel punched that guy like you get bits and pieces and you know mm-hmm. they had a fight but at this point in the game you don't know that ellie knows the truth about the last game's ending you yes don't know you don't know that they're in a bad spot yeah um i think the only thing you're giving given is that you're told dina like only through a dialogue and you don't see it actually happen but you're told that um dina and ellie kissed at like the community dance hoedown <laughs> which is like <laughs> what it is way to put it, yeah. um they they kissed and then one of the uh elderly people in charge uh calls um ellie a and dina a, dina a not nice a word. homophobic slur a homophobic slur uh and you do and all you know as well is that joel stepped in and tried to like protect ellie mm-hmm. from him and ellie didn't like that no not at all um so it was, it was hard to assume that in this moment that Ellie knew about the whole uh, Firefly thing from the first game. Right. But um, because they give you that and you're like, okay, well, she, Ellie, we know Ellie didn't like that, Joel stepping in. But would that really be enough for them to like not be okay? Because they were icy. Like you can get like little indications through like yeah. brief snippets of conversation with Dina and Jesse, where they're like, like, are you good? Like, are you mm-hmm. gonna talk to him? Mm-hmm. And then that's another heartbreaking aspect is shortly before um, Ellie finds out that Joel's in trouble, she mentions to Dina that she is going to invite him over for a movie that night. Yep. Um, because they used to watch like old 80s movies that joel loved we are 15 minutes in and i'm about to cry oh no (laughs) (laughs) Um, what is this the first game (laughs) exactly and um but they clearly don't get any closure because ellie goes into the lodge Mm -hmm. and you bust into the lodge and um i was telling quinn this a couple days ago usually when you get into a new area in this game you take the time look for the artifacts like the notes The second I heard Joel screaming, I missed so many things in that lodge because yeah. I just beelined straight yeah. for that door. Because I there was that part of me who was like, okay, Ellie's coming. She's going to miraculously save Joel. She's going to kill all these people, yeah. even though that wouldn't make any sense to introduce a character like Abby and then do that. Right. Um, and then you open the door and see Abby viciously beating Joel with a 
golf club. It's the and then like it, it's one of those moments where you love Naughty Dog and their games uh, currently because it's such the quality is so good. Like they're so much more lifelike than you know their old PlayStation Two games mm-hmm. like Uncharted One versus Uncharted Four. There's such a big difference in um like graphically and visually and i think correct me if i'm wrong but i want to say the last of us part two is in 4k uh probably i think i think it's like the last one before we move over to ps5 because they're all going to be in 4k and ps5 yes so you have that on top of it too yeah so it's super detailed and it's the one time you don't want that detail because joel's face is just a mess like he's still alive Mm -hmm. but he's not i can only describe it I don't even want to. It's almost like, I mean... Did you ever see... Did you ever watch Walking Dead? It reminded me of Negan, yes. It I reminded know. me of Glenn. Yeah, yeah exactly what? Uh, his well, and, well, it was close to that because uh, Glenn's eyeball was popping out of his fucking head. Uh, that didn't happen to Joel, but it was like that equivalent of like destruction on his face. Um, so Ellie gets caught put on the ground pinned to the floor and it's basically and it's it, this is what makes it also way worse is that she's forced to watch um joel be murdered um and and you think maybe she won't do it like she's like ellie's just like please don't do it i just you know let's work something out don't mm. kill him um which still, which then backs up like still like, hey, whatever happened between the those two, um, obviously Ellie still very much cares about Joel. Absolutely, it's nothing. It was in that moment where she just puts everything aside. Yeah, like, it's like this. Nothing else matters anymore. I just need you to live. Had Joel survived, I think their argument would have just disappeared like that. Um, I think I think it would have. I don't know if it would have disappeared, but I think it would definitely would have. Um, they would be talking. They, to they each would other be again. forced to talk about it. Yes. Uh, instead of trying to avoid each other, like they have for those last, I want to say three years. I think it was only a year that they were like avoiding each other. Because like, here's another thing: is actually before I get to that, then Joel dies. Joel, yes, and then Joel <laughs> uh, dies. One final, one final golf club swing, and because you think like Abby steps back, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, okay, maybe we're maybe we're okay. And then she's like, screw it. And then she just viciously, just one more big-ass swing right into his head, dead. Ellie screams. It's bad. It's brutal. And then it's heavily implied that clearly she's been beating him for hours. Oh, for so long. Because it obviously takes time for Ellie to find them. Um, And Tommy's in the room, but I'm pretty sure he's unconscious. He... Yeah, they knock him out at one point. I yeah. don't I don't remember the exact because I got to be honest when it was happening, I was just so laser focused on Joel. Yeah. But Tommy was in there at one point, but they just knocked him out. They didn't kill Tommy. Um They didn't kill Ellie or Tommy. No, they did not. Which led us to believe many of our speculations that, you know, most of them were wrong. We got some right. We got some right. Uh but I'm like do you remember at one point uh, I had an argument for that this was an inside job? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, because I'm like, why did Ellie survive? Why did Tommy survive? Why just Joel? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, the real tragedy is, like... 
I blamed Maybe. Maria. Yeah, you did blame Maria, but like, I blamed Maria, and she was innocent. <laughs> Fifteen minutes before Joel dies, I text Quinn literally yeah. verbatim, "If this Abby girl does my boy Joel dirty," and he had already gotten to that point in the game, so he just <laughs> did not true. answer me. So when he, I didn't get a response, I was like, "Oh my god, what is yeah. about to happen?" It was the most tragic thing. I got to, that was when we weren't like later in the game we were always like every night we were in the same exact spot mm-hmm. we would like stop in the same spot. But early on because you had to wait for your download again. It was tragic. Uh, I was already like in in there and I go I go to work the next day and I see her and I'm like I can't even talk about it. She's like no. He he came in <laughs> I could tell there was something like actually wrong with him like something had happened and he refused to tell me what and then i got to that part but i got to the part on the weekend so i had to mourn by myself yeah i I, had to go to work the next day (laughs) (laughs) um but it it um so i guess i don't know where where we're going with that but so so story-wise joel is not and you're like okay he gets one like big swing on his head and you're like okay that would be the killing blow but then at the same time like they don't show him anymore and you do and you're like okay well you're like holding on to hope because i'm like well he's not dead right i was just like yeah he's not dead maybe he's just really fucked up like maybe he'll be okay and then it cuts to dina finding ellie Mm -hmm. uh and they still don't show joel and then boom it's like I don't know, three days later, and Ellie's sitting at Joel's grave in Jackson, and I'm like, oh, it's, this is it. Joel's gone. It, it's, it was like, like, I... Troy Baker, by the way. Love Troy, Troy Baker. Baker. <laughs> um, I cannot describe, that it was, I had so many things going on, because it happened, I was sobbing incoherently. Like, I was inconsolable <laughs> over this virtual pixelated man that I had fallen in love with over the course of four years. Um, And then I immediately was like, because we played as Abby. And I was like, oh, this is cool. She's an intriguing character. The second Joel died, I was like, I'm going to kill this bitch. I don't know what I have to do, but she's going down. And, um, but even the game flips that on its head. Um, Because then obviously Ellie overcome with anger says i'm gonna go set out and i'm gonna find these people and i'm gonna kill them you know a la liam neeson um and dina goes with her um and you go through you go to i think it's seattle they end up going to yes Yes. however i think one important detail is maria didn't want them to go Mm -hmm. however Tommy decided to take revenge by himself, and what you're actually right, right, doing right. Is, is chasing Tommy. That's right, that's right. Because, um, yeah, that's right. And then you... Which I thought was going to be like, okay, we're going to be chasing Tommy for like an hour, and then Tommy's going to either go back or help us find Abby. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to find Tommy the enti- like the whole game. Yeah. Like it... the entire segment, you're Ellie. You're trying to find Tommy. And then, because chronologically the game doesn't work this way i guess chapters wise you start off in jackson mm-hmm. as ellie and abby like you keep switching between then it uh and this is like always and this is what blew my mind later in the game 
But then it's Seattle day one. Mm-hmm. And you run through downtown Seattle. You do a bunch of stuff. Uh, and, and that's a long chapter. Like, you're working on that for five, six hours. And then Seattle day two, Seattle day three as Ellie. Then something happens and the the whole thing switches up. And suddenly it's Seattle day one again. But you're playing from Abby's perspective. I was so angry when it popped up and Abby was on, like... Well, that's also the thing is, um, uh, again, we said we weren't going to jump around, but there's no way we can't. It's so, because the game itself jumps around. The game does. It's not like a clear beginning, middle, end. Right. Like it, you think you're going up to the end with Ellie and then there's an entire new half of the game you didn't even realize existed. Did you think that when, um, like I didn't know. Abby was gonna be playable mm-hmm. until the game, start- and we played as as Abby in the Jackson portion before Joel dies, and then you don't play as Abby for fifteen hours. You know, you play as Ellie for a huge chunk, and you're trying to find Tommy while also chasing Abby, trying mm-hmm. to find Abby. Um, but um, I don't know where I was going with this. It. I think because I thought that they played us as Abby is kind of at first is kind of like a gotcha. Like that's yeah. how they introduced the character. Yeah. We thought she was going to be a protagonist. Um, and then it flipped on heads. No, JK, this is like the yeah. antagonist of the game, which is also up for debate. Who's the protagonist and who's the antagonist sure. depending on what side you're on, which is also a debate you could say for the first game, but mm-hmm. in this game you can as well, but in a different way, it's far less clear cut in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, overall, the what the game is teaching you is that revenge is, like, not a good thing. Because um, yep. I remember the first, and forgive me, I don't remember the first Firefly we kill in the school. I don't remember his name. Um, in the second game? Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why Logan is popping up in my head, but I feel like that's wrong. But when we kill him, I got such a sense of satisfaction. It was like we finally like killed someone from the WLF. Yeah, one down. Yeah, one, yeah the wolves. Yes, they, they that's the new the wolves, new enemy yeah. in the in the game is the wolves. They are basically Actually, fireflies. No. No, they're a little more radical. Yeah, the fact that they're fireflies is actually a huge spoiler that you don't find out later in the game. Oh, but, um, specific, yeah, specifically Abby and stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, so you go after the wolves because you think there's the wolf and sigma insignia on someone's clothing and Ellie remembers seeing it and then they make yes. the connection that, okay, they're part of this group and so that's how we who we have to look for. Yeah. Um, but when you kill the first guy there, it's such a huge, like, I was like, okay, hell yeah, one down, you know, however many to go, I'm going to kill every single one of them. If I remember correctly, it's when jo- when Ellie gets caught trying to help Joel when he's still alive in that, in that ski lodge, the guy you kill in the school is the guy Ellie cuts his face. Yes. Okay. Yes, because he was pissed about that still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the more people you kill, the more satisfactory it is, I guess is the best way to describe it. You're stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. But uh, I, I you saying it out loud, I'm like, oh my god, damn, we're fucked up people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's true because I went into this game thinking, okay, this is going to be like a Taken-like thing. I'm going to be Ellie. I'm going to murder yeah. all these people who murdered Joel. And by the time I got to the end of the game, like, I was enjoying the game, but I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want to kill these people. Yeah. Um, 
and it's which is kind of the lesson of the game but um, yeah the the what i have to remember though is even though going in and this is what led everyone including me and probably you as well to believe that joel wasn't going to make it you know maybe a little longer in the game than than actually happened but um is that we were told by neil Druckmann that the first game was uh the theme was two people building a relationship uh, from knowing not knowing each other at all to a almost father-daughter relationship. Um, and we knew the second game was going to be about hatred, mm-hmm. which means someone's going to die and we're looking for vengeance. Exactly. And I just... Which we were. We were. <laughs> and someone did. And so, Yes. And it was... Many people did. To be so honest. many people died. It was so emotionally. It's exhausting. actually pretty fucked up. How many people die in that game? It's by the end of it when the credits were playing. I was like just so like yeah. depressed. Yeah. I don't even know a better word to describe it. But it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Like usually, yeah. if I say, "Oh, that game depressed me," I didn't like the game. Sure. But I loved the game. But it oh. ripped me apart mentally. Yeah. Um, that's what's so good about it I know. is that it has the ability to do that, and it's a fucking video game. It's insane. But yeah, you go through. It's just so it's so complicated to almost like spark notes. Yeah. Um, which is why we definitely highly recommend playing the game before listening to this, so you can kind of understand what we're talking. Because about. Because if you haven't played and you're listening to this, you have no clue what's going on. You you it's because you have I to saw, I don't even know what's happening with this box. <laughs> um, I guess um so to to like and another thing is like so you have that moment going back to how they structure the game. Uh, in Jackson, you switch between them every so often. Mm-hmm. Then Seattle Day 1, 2, and 3, you play as Ellie. You're trying to find... These, these are the things... You're with Dina. You're trying to find Tommy. Uh, but also, at the same time, sub-goal, you're trying to find Abby. Mm-hmm. So you can fucking kill her for killing Joel. Um, and then, in those three days, a shit ton of stuff happens between Dina, Jesse, Ab- uh, uh, Ellie, yeah. Tommy... Um, yeah, Jesse comes to find you guys because he's just like, I'm, I'm not going to let you do this on your mm-hmm. own. That's, you run into, when you think you're going to run into Tommy the first time, you run into Jesse. Yeah. Um, and then there's the whole thing of everyone. You think it's going to be like, oh, Dina, Jesse, and Ellie are going to kick some ass. And then, shocker, Dina's pregnant. Yeah. Um, so that's another aspect of the game. Every new detail in the game just made me more afraid. I was like, I don't, I don't yeah. want any of these people to die. Yeah. But, um, so you played... One, two, and three, and then it's, you get up to, on day three, you come to a head, it's at the climax, Abby finds you guys. I genuinely thought it was the end of the game. I did too. And then, because Tommy gets shot, you don't know if he lives or dies. It's so hard to tell. I was like, he's taught now Tommy's dead. Jesse gets shot two seconds beforehand. He is dead. definitely died, absolutely died. Shot in the face. No question about him. Yeah. Um. And then you have we Abby and Ellie face off. Yep. And then all of a sudden it cuts to black. And you see day one again. Yeah, Seattle day one. And who do you play as? Abby. Fucking Abby. So not only did you did Abby just kill uh, Jesse in front of you and possibly Tommy. You think Tommy's dead at this point. Um, but then it cuts to black. You are now Abby in a flashback, by the way. So Abby's like younger. She's like... Uh, mid-teens, mm-hmm. maybe like seventeen something. I feel yeah, roughly. I, I would say I, I would say I could be wrong, but I feel like 
Abby is definitely older than Ellie. I get that because the way she carries herself and then her relationship with Owen, it's all a little more mature. So I'd say about yeah. like, I guessed about like 18, 19 maybe. In, in the the main part of the game? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. In like the flashback. Like in the flashback, in the flashback yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say she's as old as Ellie is in the present day Last of Us 2. Yes. Um, and here's where here's where my one moment of I got this right, I guess. Uh, so one thing you should know is that during uh, once Caitlin's game was fully downloaded and she actually caught up to me and she actually surpassed me in the game. Um, I'm really into it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I would, I didn't blame, I would blame you. It's just so good, but um, I want to say every night because we just kept playing it, we couldn't stop playing it. Yeah. I want to say every night when we decided to stop playing, we would like for a solid half hour just be texting each other like, "This, I think this is gonna happen. I think this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I think this would be happening because of this." So that's where we led. Like we had theories like uh, it's an inside job. Why would Ellie and Tommy still be alive and they only killed Joel? Uh, for, uh, maybe Maria's in on it because Maria found out. Because they say only people who know about Ellie's immunity is Joel, Tommy, Maria, mm-hmm. and Ellie herself. So I'm like, oh, maybe Maria's upset because there could have been a cure, you know, and then try to do an inside job. But Tommy would never agree to it. Right, exactly. You know? and then so I'm like, that's that's the inside job part. Because she almost, like, when you said that, because it was even, like, when she was freaking out about Tommy leaving, like, reading the letter and then letting yeah. Ellie and Dina go after him, we were even like, oh, she's panicking. She doesn't want Tommy to get killed because of what she did or, like, yeah, find yeah, out yeah. what she did and things like that. Exactly. But we're sorry, Maria. That's not even close no, to what happened. No, you were, you were actually one of the good ones. <laughs> um, but uh, the one thing that I got right was uh, we got to a point where I'm, where I'm like... We're trying to figure out what made Abby do target Joel specifically mm-hmm. if it wasn't an inside job because it looked like she hated Joel. And I said, I'm thinking back to the first game. It, it, for me, it had to be one of two things. It had to be because we knew Joel and Tommy were fire or uh, Tommy was a firefly, but we know that Joel and Tommy did bad things back in the day before the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could have been like a random hunter's daughter. Or, or a civilian's daughter who, when Joel was a hunter, you know, right. he might have killed. And then I'm like, <clears throat> no, it's got to be more significant than that. I think it's possible that the one of the doctors that was meant to take out the, uh, the immunity out of Ellie could be um, a relative or the dad of Abby. And lo and behold... Uh, you find out, and and it gets you get closer to it, and it gets confirmed so slowly. Like you're you after you see Tommy possibly be dead, uh, cuts to Abby as a teenager, and you're at a zoo, and you're like, what the fuck's happening? And you know you're looking for her dad, mm-hmm. and then Owen shows up, young Owen, and he is keeps calling him Doc. Like, can you grab the doc? And and for some reason, it didn't click to me immediately. But I'm like, he keeps calling him doc. And the only time I ever hear people say doc is like back to the future. Yeah. I so I'm like, doc. Because we were, they were in a zoo and like helping that zebra. I had like a brief 15 minutes where I was like, was he a veterinarian? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's so a dumb. good, that's, that's what I thought too. Because you have to save a zebra that's tangled in metal wire. I think it was 
put there by people. Yeah, it was. A, it stumbled into like a trap, a zombie trap. Essentially, mm. is my impression. I think so. And 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 judging from the conversations Abby was having with her father, uh, it sounded like the zebra was about to have a baby, mm-hmm. and he was and the dad was checking up on that because he's like, sweet, lovable father, you know. Just try to make sure this baby zebra is okay. And uh, you find the uh, mama zebra tangled up. You help free her. And it's, uh, and then Owen's like, okay, we, we did this. And then you have a wide angle of the hospital that Ellie went to in the first game. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we found, we, they basically say we found someone with that cure. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, I was right. Keep in mind, at this point, I was so focused on the wrong thing in my playthrough because Gwen's texting favorite. me. When you texted me that, you were so focused on the zebra. It was, was my like, favorite. Thing. Oh my god, that's the doctor that was gonna operate on Ellie, and I was like, okay, fuck that. Is the mama zebra gonna be okay? She was bleeding a lot, so she I'm was, still scared. I think she was fine. I'm gonna keep telling myself that if yeah. everyone died, at least the mama zebra made it out. Sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, it turns out. Um, Abby's father was the doctor that was supposed Jerry. to Jerry. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. That was supposed to operate on Ellie. Yeah. Um, and for those who played the first game, you understand why this turns out to be a problem involving Joel. Yeah. Because Joel straight up murders that guy. All, all, all the doctors in the room. Yeah. And it's the guy in the first game because, um, because it's a, you know, first installment. And I don't know if this is the direction they planned to begin with. I doubt it. Uh, Jerry looks nothing like Jerry in the first game. Mm-mm. It's just a generic doctor. Um, but close enough for you to be like, okay, that's him. He's wearing scrubs. It's hard to see already. Right. But it's the one in the first game. It's the guy who pulls the knife on Joel. Like, don't do not do it. We can't let you take her. Uh, which they basically redid that line as Jerry. Um, and because they literally take you back to that moment. Which it's that like storytelling is so amazing to me that they took because in the first game that doctor to me was so insignificant i was like just get out of my way i'm gonna kill you so i can get ellie like to take what could have been just like a generic character and make him the catalyst for an entire plot and it for it to work like they didn't even didn't even seem like they had to retcon anything besides the fact that we know his name now and apparently he had a kid but like it wasn't it flowed so seamlessly and I think that's why the sequel worked out as well as it did, is it felt like it was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And I know they said they weren't going to make a sequel unless there was more of the story to tell. Yeah. And they I they blew that aspect out of the water for me. Like I just it blew my mind that they could take such a character who had what, maybe five minutes of like a blip on the radar of the first game. Oh like sure. This you don't even think about it. No. It's just like, okay, get out of my way, whatever, I'm getting Ellie. Yeah. And now going back and replaying the first game and going to that scene, you're just like, oh my God, yeah. like this is, that is the moment that kills Joel. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's insane to me. And you do, at that point, I do feel bad for Abby, but I think as players, the bias comes in because yeah. everyone's like, all right, yeah, I get it. Her dad died, but she killed Joel. But yeah, like, to, you, 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 we finally get an answer like, okay, this is why she killed Joel, mm-hmm. but we still don't like the fact that it happened yes joel killed her father right straight up uh, a, 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 
and not just her father, Joel killed everyone in that hospital. Which including Marlene, who you see briefly, which that was nice to see because yeah, I, I like see. Marlene. And you it's implied that like Abby knew these people. Like these oh, were yeah. her friends and things they like that. They were fireflies. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when you you find out that Abby and Owen are also former fireflies who then later joined the WLF. Yes. The Washington Liberation Front. Yeah, I believe so. And then, which is short for wolves. Like they, they say wolves for short. And they're going at war with this other group who, at first, I thought wasn't going to be like, was going to be another like insignificant group that was just oh, a random antagonist. The, uh, the the cult people? Yeah, the cult people. I don't remember what they're called. Um, There's a lot of information in this game. So this game much is huge. This game. I think it took us, what, 30 hours to get through it? I think, yeah, we, I, I, yeah, we definitely hit 30 hours, I'm pretty sure. Um, but we were also trying to collect everything. That's at the true. Same time. Except that one part. Um, Except that one part where we're trying to rescue Joel immediately. Yeah, that is the, probably the yeah. only reason well, I didn't platinum the game. I told Caitlin that I went back and started getting the collectibles, and I'm hearing Joel like crying. I'm like, hold on, Joel. <laughs> like, I got I'm, the round two. I got to get the collectibles, okay? <laughs> the Seraphites. <laughs> Seraphites. Yeah, and then like Lev and his sister, Yara. Um, We'll get into them later. We'll get into them. But yeah, so the wolves are fighting the Seraphites because it's implied it's kind of a civil war, like who's going to take control yeah. of Seattle. And when you're Abby, you get the impression that the Seraphites are these culty, like savages, like, you know. They look, they sound, and they look, to me, they, just from not knowing much about them, but to me, they seemed like an even more insane version of the cannibals from the first game. Yes, because you do meet them as Ellie because there's that scene where you have to crawl through the grass and either avoid them or fight off like 15 of them. It's also a terrifying moment because is that is it the moment where you can't avoid it, but you get an arrow in your shoulder? Yeah, because that's where you get the crossbow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It is the i hate it's so it's terrifying this and that's another thing the first game was scary but this one for some reason genuinely so many jump scares yeah there were some parts that it got too i love horror but there were some parts that like it got too intense for me oh yeah um but and so when you're playing as abby then you meet all of the people who joined her to kill Kill Joel. joel and so you briefly see them for like five minutes um, you meet Manny, who says "pendejo" in <laughs> in, uh, so much. in uh in the scene where they kill Joel. You, you meet um um uh, uh, Nora. Nora. She's a nurse or a doctor of some kind or a medic. Um, you meet what's her face, who's also pregnant in the game, which you find out immediately from Owen. Yes. Uh, Meg, something with an M. You kept calling her May for a while. But I that did wasn't keep her calling name. her May, and I, I can, I can only apologize. Um, it's not like Meg. It's something short with an M. We can edit this part out one second. Um, but you meet all those people, and now, and and when you start playing as Abby, so after the scene with, uh, where you realize Joel killed, Abby's dad, it then you think, okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back to Mel. 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 Yes. Um, which I assume is short for like Mallory. Melanie. Is or Melanie. Like I think yeah. that's probably right. Um, but you think after the moment with Jerry, like you find out, oh, Jerry, like Joel killed Abby's dad. This mm-hmm. is the reason why Abby's so upset at Joel and killed him. <laughs> uh, which is a weird way to say that, um, but. In my mind, I'm like, okay, we found that out. 
flashback real quick back to Abby about to fucking shoot my girl Ellie. Yeah. After shooting Jesse, after shooting Tommy. Um, what? Uh, Dina's in the back somewhere, pregnant as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Super dying. Um, okay, because she's like sick or I something think she's like sick. that. Yeah. Um, Which at first I thought they were going to, you know, turn her into a zombie which would be the infected baby thing yeah like aliens that's i thought that was gonna happen too does not um (laughs) but i'm like we're gonna go back no now we're gonna play the second half of the game uh for and forgive me if i if we already said this but you literally play all three of those days you played as as ellie you now play as abby on abby's perspective so you now play you go back to day one and you see all the moments, and you hear about moments that Ellie went through with Dina and Jesse and stuff, all the way through. But, um, but you hear them on Abby's side. Because mm-hmm. so, you go, um, it, it, you kind of learn more about the wolves. They're very, they're very organized. It's more like yes. a military. Yeah. Um, and Abby and Owen and all of her friends. Have, well, Abby and Owen joined this front and then met all of her friends along the way. Yeah. Manny and Mal and things like that. And you hate them because they helped kill Joel, but then they turn out to be awesome people. They're so cool. Like, it it took me five minutes to fall in love with Manny, and he was one of the meanest people in that ski lodge. He was. Like. I was like, because you go back to it later, to that scene, mm-hmm. and um, I'm like, and you love Manny at that point, and you're like, wait, Manny, no. <laughs> Manny, why are you so mean? Bro. It's, and it's. They just the game humanizes all of them. Yeah, and it, it it does it so well to the point it's not like yeah I get these are people and they have their own struggles but fuck them anyway. Yeah. Like, I it genuinely bothers me. Like I said, I said I don't know what I have to do, but I'm gonna kill Abby. Yeah, I was so mad when we started playing her. By day two, I was like, oh god, I think I actually like this girl. Yeah, like it. You you slowly start to be like I know I still disagree. With killing Joel because mm-hmm. it's Joel, but I'm like slowly hating her less and less and less. Yes, because you almost had Abby been the main character of the first game. Sure, we would have felt the same way about Jerry dying. I think. Oh, as absolutely. We feel as Joel dying. The game, even in the first game, but like this game especially teaches you so much about perspective, mm-hmm. like and consequence. Like, yes, you're playing a video game. The goal is to beat said video game. Uh, in the story, this is what happens, but you don't think about the average person that you have to defeat or, or kill. Like, you know, they, to you, are just some random dude. Even David, in the first game, you're like, this guy is a bad guy, very mm-hmm. bad guy. Um, but... And they show you his side a little bit, uh, but not enough for me to be like, David's all right. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because he, he kills people and eats them. <laughs> so, uh, but this game, it literally shows you, like, this is a moment, and it wasn't the first game, but this is a moment that Joel, that you as a player went through, you and you, we all know you felt okay about it because that doctor was just a doctor mm-hmm. trying to kill Ellie, quote unquote. But you realize... He was a firefly. He was a good dad. He was. You start. You're just given so much more information about those moments that lead you to have a completely different perspective on on um, 
on the it makes you rethink like the game doesn't let itself be black nobody's, and white. Nobody's a good person in the in that world. Nobody's a good person, and then I think it argues it's like okay on Ellie and Joel's side, not everyone's a good person, and then on Abby's side, not everyone's a bad person, like right. completely, um, because. Dep- uh, when I said it's hard to tell who's the protagonist and the antagonist, it kind of depends on who you're playing. When you're Ellie, Abby's the antagonist. Yes. But when you're Abby, um, well, there's several antagonists, the Seraphites and things like that. But then at the end of the day... I, w- I would argue... Yeah, I would argue Ellie's not really an antagonist because Abby doesn't really know that Ellie's chasing... Um, that Ellie's chasing her. Right. She thinks she's killed Joel and she thinks that's it. She's never going to see Ellie again. Yeah. It's moved on. And it even, um, something the game does well is at first Abby doesn't let it bother her. You can kind of tell through her nightmares and things like that, that it does bother her that she killed Joel in that way. Yeah. But you can kind of see it even with like Mel and Owen and Nora, like they are they didn't shook like it. about yeah. what happened. Um, especially Mel. Oh yeah. Mel, it seriously like, disturbs mel what they went and through. she says like it had to be done i didn't like it but it had to be done but mm-hmm. she really didn't like it right she thought this was too far yes um and it at the end of the day even for the characters i think you could argue it was because then it just had set off the whole snowball effect of everyone getting viciously murdered all yeah. across the streets of seattle yeah. um <laughs> but so much death it's and then you even you think that's going to be it. It's like okay, we're going to learn that the wolves are good people. But then the game takes it another step, yeah. and it humanizes the Seraphites, which is insane. Yeah, because, because they're a crazy cult. They're a super religious cult. Um, I don't think I think they I believe they they invented their own religion. It's it's um, not, yeah it's not like like a, a crazy version of Christianity or any real life religion. They they worship a person. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they call her, like mother or something. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very a la um, Far Cry Five. Those mm-hmm. are the vibes I got. Yeah, that's a good. But way a to little put it. more. I don't want to say a little more. A little more. I don't know. In Far Cry Five, they're just insane. This is a little more. I, I guess realistic. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah, you could... <laughs> I could see how an organization like the Seraphites would pop up if, like, the world ended. Yeah, um, for sure. I feel like every world-ending mo- movie or TV show has a crazy religious, like, cult yeah. group in them where they made up their own... Or somebody made up their own religion. They got a following, you know. Um, and I was impressed with how they humanize the Seraphites. They don't humanize every single Seraphite. It's through these two kids, um, Lev and Yara. Who are... In fairness, trying to leave the Seraphites. They are. And it, it's... So, they're not saying the group is good, but it's once again, okay, I can't say that every single member of this organization is, like, a bad person. Right. Because you meet Lev and Yara. They actually... Jesus. Is that your phone? Oh, my yeah, God. my phone. Oh, it's the Seraphites. Oh, God. Um, they actually end up saving you because you get kidnapped as Abby and you think, okay, this yes. is it. Like, you don't have any weapons. And, um, and this is a moment in the trailer. And this is the trailer. Is that the part where you almost get hanged? Yes. yes. Yeah. So this is the only time it, before the game was released. This is the only experience with Abby you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So we know we knew at that point, because I'm a nerd and I looked it up, we knew Laura Bailey was this character and... And, and and Abby's jacked. Like oh, she she's is, like she's not just some like she could snap me like a twig. Oh yeah, she's, she's like a muscly girl. Yeah, uh, she's an absolute badass. Um, 
but she's about to get hanged and that happens in the cuts that that cutscene happens in a trailer and um she gets rescued by who in the trailer i assumed was with her not the case but she gets rescued by two uh two kids lev and yara who are trying to escape the and i think uh um, um abby was caught while the seraphites were trying to find levin yara yes because there was you could kind of hear like if you listen to the dialogue when you were sneaking around the seraphites you could kind of hear that they were searching for some kinds of deserters which ends up being these two teenage kids um at least i assume yeah they keep they, they strike me as like i mean lev strikes me as like young like 15 maybe and then yara's i believe a little older I um, want to say there's like it's like a classic two year age gap between the two. Yeah, they're close in age, but Yara's definitely the older. She's yes. the main support. Um, but you, they help you get out, and you leave them. Yara is seriously hurt because her arm got brutally broken because she was getting tortured too, and then Lev came out and just like arrowed everyone to the face and helped you get out of it. Because um, it's when you're getting hanged as Abby, Yara's getting tortured, and then some. I believe clickers come in. In in the moment that Abby's being hanged, you, there's it, like after you say, you say yeah, it's yes. a very chaotic scene where like you are able to get out with Yar and Lev because the people get distracted by yes. a horde of. Clickers. I don't know. I don't know if there's only clickers. I think it's mo- most. There might be a clicker or two, but I think it's just runners. Just runners. And okay. then they're in the dark, and the only light source you have is Yara's torch. So you have to stick with Yara yes. as you're running away, and all you have is like a hammer. You leave. <laughs> Yara and Lev in like this trailer and then Abby's like, All right, I'm done, they're safe. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but then she has a very And this whole thing is three hours long, by yes. the way. Like this whole gameplay experience. It's so long. We're then... we're we're so making it sound like it's like an instant thing. It's not It's you... so hard to explain that this is like a three hour endeavor where you completely forget about Ellie. Yes, because at that point it's like, Oh god, I have to get out of here, I have to help these kids and then um you leave Lev and Yara and go to find Owen. But then Abby has a nightmare about Lev and Yara getting killed, and she realizes, oh, shit, I cannot leave these kids to, like, fend for yeah. themselves. Like, it kind of is implied to me it's almost like a guilty conscience thing. Like, I don't think Abby found peace after killing Joel. And then... No, it was like... It's something that I had... I was like, I had to do this. I did it. But it's not filling that void like I, I thought it would right. like any revenge story but like because you continuously even after you kill joel as you're playing abby she has little nightmares where like yeah. she keeps going into the hospital and seeing her father brutally murdered and things like that yeah. um and then in this nightmare she goes into the hospital room and it's lev and yara being brutally murdered yes um so she ends up going back to save them so lev and yara are very much abby's means to find peace yeah. like it's definitely Taking a life did not help her, so it's kind of like, okay, maybe saving a life will. Yeah. Um, so now you've got these two kids for a majority of Abby's tenure for the second and third day. Um, and you find out that Lev and Yara left because um, Lev is actually transgender. He yep. is a he. Um, he was born a girl but wanted to be like a male. Lily was her, what I think what I believe they called their, her dead name yes because she was born like her given name was lily yeah by her mother you hear because you kind of get that indication because when you're sneaking around with lev you hear a bunch of seraphites call out lily yeah and um that's kind of your first indication who also then you're like okay they clearly are denying mm-hmm. who she is who she believes she is yes because um, 
he, it turns out he wanted to be male, he, and then um, they ended up running away because they were going to marry him to an older man. Yes. It, it was a very, like... But in their mind, he's a girl. Yes. Because yeah. the Seraphites, you're almost, like, assigned at birth. Like, you're going to be a caretaker and a wife. You're going to be a warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yara ended up being a warrior, um, and Lev was going to be a wife. So he and Yara ran away. Um so that's the whole story behind them. And um, they end up, Abby ends up helping them back because despite being disowned, Lev still wants to go see his mother and try to convince her to like come out with them yep. Yep. Um, and leave their life. So they, Abby ends up partially begrudgingly, but then ends up warming up to going to help them find their mom and things like that. And it's it's so insane to me, the... How, how you just don't think about... Like, at that point in the game, I th- that, that might be day two mm-hmm. of Seattle for Abby. But at that point, I'm like, I'm not even thinking about Ellie. I'm not even no. thinking about Joel mm-hmm. that much. I'm not even thinking about any of the original characters. I don't think about anything other, other than the stuff that relates to Abby in uh, on from Ellie's perspective. I'm not thinking about anything about that anymore. And also... I do want to keep talking about this. However, we might need to make this part two conversation a two-parter. Oh, God, okay. Because we're an hour and five minutes in already, and we still have a lot of game to talk we about. We haven't even talked about the reception, like our we overall feel. We, I oh, was going to talk about uh, new mechanics. They added a dodge button, which is a life-saving button. It is, and I want to talk about the use of sound in this game. Yes. Because it's insane. So we are going to do that. We're going to wrap up today. Um, unless uh, There was one thing we both wanted to mention. Um, unless you want to save it for the next episode. And that was the um, initial reaction to Joel's death and the absurdity of some people. Yes. Okay. So Did you want to do that in this episode? Yeah. I'm just going to go for okay. it. Full disclosure. You have every right to dislike this game. I am not saying if you played this game, you had to like it. But the pure childishness of everyone after Joel died like, I have seen so many people be like, they killed my boy Joel. This is a terrible game. What did you think this game was going to be? Did yeah. you genuinely think The Last of Us would have a happy ending? For uh, a little bit of context, when Joel was killed by Abby, um, Joel played by Troy Baker, Abby played by Laura Bailey, uh, both Neil Druckmann and Laura Bailey received a so lot of hatred. Hate. Even like death De- threats. They got death threats. Uh, Laura uh, I, I feel uncomfortable mentioning this, but Laura Bailey and, and his, uh, her husband, Travis Willingham, who I think might also be in the game somewhere, but um, they have a child. They threatened their baby child, mm-hmm. like two-year-old baby. I like mean, they threatened that kid to de- Like it's insane. First of all, it's one thing that you disagree with a story element you would have that discussion or you would put that towards Neil Druckmann who who wrote the game. Mm-hmm. It's still an absurd angle. You don't have to get upset about it. The only per- it's not your game. It's not your character. You don't own these people. You experience them. We have no entitlement. Like that's not how games or fiction work. Exactly. We're not entitled to what we think our perfect ending would be. If you hated how they killed Joel, that's fine, but the fact that some people took it so far as to physically threaten like real people yeah i 
I like it's a video game. Yeah. Like I know we're talking two hours about this video game, but like at the end of the day, it's a video game. Yeah. Like just step away from it. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, sure, people will say yeah, but like, and you can see it too. It, I won't deny it. M- more people than not will will defend them. They love those actors. They love Neil Druckmann. You know, and but it's uh, it it's no excuse for some people to hide behind their screen and um like say that to their face you never would no you never say that to their face there's no way you wouldn't have the guts Mm -mm. you guys are like you are cowards fuck you you're the worst i uh, um like again you have no right to be so and like i don't know i know people like to troll on the internet which is already a childish thing to begin with but this was next level Mm -hmm. and they didn't even get to the point like what frustrates me is that they had to have this absurd opinion. Yes, you can be upset. Everybody was. I was upset Joel died. Right. Right. Was I expecting it? Probably. Did I like it that Joel died? No. No. He's you... my boy. Uh, and but I had the decency to. Yes, we both had the reaction of we don't like Abby in this moment. We. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would? You have to be insane to be like, yes, Joel's finally dead. But I'm not going to be like, I also viscerally hate Laura Bailey for just doing exactly. her job. I'm like, I, lo- I mean, I think she did such a great job mm-hmm. with that character that I'm like, I'm mad at Abby, but wow, is she portrayed amazingly by Laura. Like, I don't associate a character who doesn't exist in real life with uh, the person who portrayed them. They're not the same person. They one is just you know, it's it's a character. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a story. It's not a true story, yet. Oh God! <laughs> please don't. Um, uh, I mean, I don't. But think- I, I just think my piece is is um, how just why do you have to be so immature to have to make those threats? That yes, you could be like yeah, they're empty threats anyway. But at the same time, don't make them. There's, no. You have no. There's no reason. All you're doing is ruining that person's day and other people. And I don't get the sheer entitlement to pieces of fiction that lead people to think mm. that this is okay. Um, I mean, like you said, these are not your characters. Um, I get having an emotional attachment to them. I love Joel. I have a very deep personal attachment to Ellie. Sure. But I would never in a million years be like because I like a literal bundle of pixels. I'm going to abuse a real person. Yeah. It's, and it's just, you're not entitled to any piece of fiction you enjoy. Like no. it doesn't have to end the way you want it to. And if you're that mad about Joel dying, write fan fiction, honey. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. sorry. Just write your version. Yeah. Uh, don't make money, any money off it because you will get sued. But <laughs> exactly. like, you know, if you like, I have a, a civil discussion about, how you wish it would have ended, what you would have preferred, mm-hmm. don't immediately. And and it's like, these people got mad and then didn't, like, they probably they either rescinded their comments, but they didn't have the decency to finish the fucking game. So, like, no, they, didn't. they immediately, that moment happened and everyone flipped out. Hell, there were times because I know... Aspects- like, I know nobody finished the game that because the, the complaints came for day one. They so did. there's no way people finished that game and were like, what the fuck? The complaints fuck? came when parts of the script got leaked. Yes. I mean... Which led to trailers being uh, misleading. Yes, exactly. Which, that was a whole... 
different thing. People were mad at that, but the last of us is by no means the first franchise to ever do that with a trailer. Oh no. Um, but I just, yeah, I feel like the people who finished the game from my experience, I don't people who finished the game who did not like the game and that's fine. But the majority of people I know who finished the game enjoyed the game. Oh yeah. The people, like you said, last of us dropped four hours after it dropped. People were talking about how much of a trash game it was like, I, you can't... It sounds like you didn't even play it properly. You probably didn't. You just saw that Joel died and threw a little hissy fit. Yeah. I... <laughs> We're so bad now. I'm so... I, it just bothers me so much. We had so to talk much. about it because I, it's on one of my points. Yeah, and it's, and it's also the people... I also do personally have... This is a lot less severe than the death threats, obviously. But I do have a... I take issue with the people who are like, Joel would not have done this or Joel would not have done that because... They did not write Joel as a character. No. They're not Neil Druckmann. They're not Troy Baker. Clearly, Troy Baker was fine with the route that the game took. Yeah. Um, and even if he wasn't, it's also technically not his character. Exactly. He has input. He has creative input. But And I'm not one to speak like higher than Troy Baker because, um, you know, I'm not. But, like, in the end, I think even, like, decisions, like, that. I think, I feel like... Every actor wants to see their character that they play go in a direction that they want. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's not going to be the case. For for example, Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker. Right. I know he's publicly stated that he's not the biggest fan of what happened with Luke Skywalker. But it's, but he openly admits like, yeah, but look, I, I, I wasn't exactly a fan, but it's not my call. Right, You can and you can be a fan, but you can't say that Neil Druckmann and the Naughty Dog team don't care about the characters they created just because you did not like the route that the game took. I think that they have a lot of love for this game. I think, unfortunately, for this game to continue forward, Joel had to die. I personally think it would have been a cheap cop-out if Joel and Ellie didn't die and they just killed all the wolves and it was a happy ending. It's it's absurd. If if Joel or Ellie was going to die, it would have been by the last second of the game one of them would be dead and i think it doesn't matter when it was it was it would happen at the end of the day my hot take is these gamers wanted just a 30-hour violence porn sesh with joel killing everyone (laughs) in session and then and then got mad when the game called them out for wanting that because that's what the game does yeah and i think if people took a second and looked at the game from a more mature lens, they would understand why the game took the route it did oh, yeah. about making you sick and tired of death. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, dislike things like a normal fucking human being. Don't send death threats on Twitter. Or any other form. Yes, or any other form. But like, I don't know. I, I only know about the tweets, but like I'm sure... Oh, I'm sure there was I feel like there stuff. were emails. I feel like there were probably letters, you know. And it sucks. Like, yeah. that's, Learn- a, that's, that's a person that you're threatening... Like they don't don't know how serious you're being. Exactly. When you say to someone, "I'm going to kill you," and they've never met you, I would feel threatened. If I got a if I got a text that said, "I'm ac- I'm coming to your house and I'm coming to murder you," they could be like, "That's a joke." But I'm like, "Dude, I have called every cop." I d- exactly. <laughs> also, yeah, that's another thing. That's called a felony, so maybe not send. Death yeah. Threats. So I feel like if you um, get caught, you're going to jail, dude. But just or do that. If you ever dislike something, just go. Oh, that sucked. I didn't like it, and move on with your life. Yeah. Like I think I think here's I think I don't know what it is, but it, it's people put themselves above 
the things they play like as if the creators don't work for you it, you it, you get you pay sixty dollars the only ownership you have is the right to experience what they've made we don't That's have the only thing you any get. story rights to these games it almost reminds me of the stephen king book misery mm-hmm. where she kidnaps the author because she doesn't like where the story is going okay that's literally what you guys are turning into is yeah. the crazy lady from a stephen king novel don't um, be stephen king novel. <laughs> don't be stephen king. but you, you were not entitled to any piece of fiction yeah. we choose to enjoy it and they choose to make it however they want we might not always like it yeah but that doesn't mean that they have to make it in a way that we deem is better yeah because that's also very very objective or subjective we're clearly very upset about this um like it, it actually kind of it bothered me so much that it affected like me playing the game it, it yeah it bothered me too i was just like thinking about it while i'm playing the game like i don't want to be thinking about that right now why, mm-hmm. why people are ruining it not just for them but now i'm thinking about it and i'm like I hope Laura's okay. <laughs> you I, know what I mean? Exactly. And there's been, I'm not saying that I've liked every piece of media. Like there's been oh, sure. movie adaptations, games, things like that, that yeah, I hated. But you don't see me sending death threats to M. Night Shyamalan because I hated the Avatar movie. Oh, we're back to that. <laughs> I'm always going to go it. back it's to so... that. But no, I just disliked it, went that really sucked and moved on with yeah. my life. And if someone told me, oh, I liked it, I also didn't verbally abuse them for liking it. That's another thing. I would, I... I would want to know why they liked it right. because the vast majority love that hate that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my mind, the only people who would like that movie is people who haven't seen the original show. Right, but so. even like just overall, any video game, book, movie, TV show. Unless you wrote it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're allowed to hate it, but you're not entitled to what you think it should be. And if you think you're just that good of a writer, well, I'm sure Hollywood's hiring. Yeah, they're not. I tried. <laughs> I'm just like, write your own damn fiction if yeah, you yeah. feel like you're that if good you, at you it. you got a laptop, you've got a phone, just use the notes tab. I don't, yeah. Do anything. Write it on a piece of fucking paper. Archiveofourown.com. There's a lot of fan like fiction. Yeah, it's there free. You go. It's free. I hear books actually get published through uh, fan fiction websites. Yes. Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. Was it really? Yeah. Deadass. Didn't know. Mm-hmm. They just had to change the names for legal reasons. Let me be fair. Anyway. Um... Uh, but that is just a little hot take. Uh, clearly, we have a lot more to say. Mm-hmm. Our list is so long that I have up here on the TV. And we haven't even gotten through like the last quarter of the game. We have, yeah. There's still so much, and we're speeding through them too. So mm-hmm. like, we're missing details. I feel like that I, I'm gonna come up with and be like, we forgot this. Yeah, I cannot over exaggerate how huge this game it's was. Insane. Um, so what we're gonna do, if you're good with it, is we're gonna do a part two of a part two. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so uh, we're gonna end this here. Um, again, I hope you enjoy. I again watch. If for some reason you wanted to just listen to part two and not listen to part one, check out part one while you're waiting for part two. Part yeah, two. Yeah, it's we get the the little shorter than this, obviously, because there's a lot less to go through. I think, but um, it's a good recap of everything that went on Mm -hmm. and this is a good recap you know the game's been out since june so you know if you're a little fuzzy on details um you can get this and then we can get into our emotional feelings for the whole game coming up um check out the game check out our podcast caitlin thanks so much for being here again thank you for having me and um all right uh stay tuned for the last episode in relation to the last of us All right, goodbye.